1: I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy, Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason... Wait a minute, El Dandy has been wrestling in, in in the cruiserweight division here, please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes he's 50 pounds. Who
2: difference. are you to, to, to
1: doubt L Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. So let's talk about some serious How about, a, how about hypnosis? Let's get to Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever, he's a great wrestler, you know...
0: And welcome to The Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLaRente. And I'm joined by the Mo, the myth, the legend. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, listeners.
3: Once another week, I've contemplated on coming back. And, you know, I can't leave Don hanging you know, he leaves me hanging sometimes, but it's all good. We have,
0: he to put out a product for the listeners, so to speak. Thank you. Move to the underscore Reese. I appreciate you. Um, I know it's, it does become a a sacrifice. um, You know, having to put up with watching this Monday night raw and dealing with this WWE product, this particular WWE product, on a fifty-two week basis, as we try to do here on this show. So, thank you for continuing to share your commentary with color, with all of our listeners each and every week. And plus, you give us the best segment on this show, the Mel Melson News segment. That's the reason why the people tune in. Yep. it's the reason why we put it at the end now because people were probably just turning it off after they listened to the beginning when we had it at the top of the show. So, um, I know they'll be like, you know
3: what. They're like, why, why, why are we, you know, listen to the rest of the show? Because we both talks the news and that's it. But there's the the two. You got to per- go through.
0: Yeah, go through the 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 toughness to get to the the rewards. Right, right, and I'm pretty sure there's like, you know, a few listeners out there who. You know, um, vicariously listen and watch Monday Night Raw through us. They just listen to the reviews, and like that's far more entertaining than the actual three hours. And uh, so when it's time to watch the pay per views, they're kind of somewhat in tune. So, you know, we appreciate them as well. We appreciate all the listeners, the Patreon listeners over on patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media, everybody here on the CSPN.us where you can find us on the web. Also, everybody who listens through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Media. Um, any of the podcasting apps, all you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash to CSPN if you aren't a subscriber, and subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign to catch the raw cast in your podcast queue each and every week. So mo to the underscore. We open with a recap of the end of last week's show with Seth Rollins attacking Kevin Owens, setting up a triple threat match at the day one pay-per-view for the WWE title. So Seth Rollins is in the back during the interview segment. He's ready for tonight's cage match because it will make things ready for day one as uh, Big E says he is ready to go to war with Kevin Owens in this cage match. And then Kevin Owens says he's ready to win this match tonight and then take that WWE title at day one. We just think about that That uh, opening where it was, like, kind of three consecutive uh, promos in a row? Oh, I mean, they're trying to do stuff
3: differently. Um, so I gave, I gave them a little props on that. So we start we off... Have, you know, we have three strong... Um, you know, different candidates and everything. So, you know... I mean, we could do good promos and
0: everything, so... You know, it is what it is. Start off big because you know we got to counter program against Monday Night Football. So we got Kevin Owens. You got you
3: got you got um, the Patriots and the Bills, and you got you got Big Big E. Um, he got Big E doing this. You know you have the WWE
0: champion. Do the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they came out with the big guns. As we have Kevin Owens versus Big E. Non-title match inside the cage. Owens hits the bullfrog splash for a two count. Setting up the sit-out power bomb, which earns him another two count. Owens goes up again, but this time it's the super big ending to bring him crashing back down. Big E goes to walk out of the door instead of covering Kevin Owens. Owens grabs his boot. Big E manages to kick him away and he escapes the cage for the win so Big E victorious over Kevin Owens in the cage match um, Seth o- Seth Rollins of course got involved slammed the cage door on Big E's head when he was trying to escape in the middle of the match but uh, Big E still overcame and was victorious so one time for Big E um, you still feeling that he's being booked strong in his uh championship run here?
3: He is. But I mean, he's a face, so, you know, faces get booked differently. Face champions are booked differently than he so so.
0: Uh, after the match, Kevin Rollins, oh, excuse me, Seth Rollins, jumps Who? both Kevin Rollins. Uh, that was a yeah, tank. Okay. That is a tank. Uh, Post match, Seth Rollins jumps both of them, Kevin Owens and Big E, uh, but Big E manages to suplex Seth Rollins to save Kevin Owens from the stomp, and the big ending leaves Kevin Owens laying. So Big E, uh, you know, clearing the ring out and standing tall as the most dominant person in the monks of the three of them heading into day one. Well, we come back from commercial break. And all yeah, of a sudden this, this is the reason part. <laughs> all of a sudden we see like B E is down. Kevin Owens is in a different part of the ring down. Seth Rollins is in a different part of the ring down from where we just left off. And then they run it back, and we see Bobby Lashley during the commercial break. For some reason the timing was just awful. Runs in and he's attacked everyone during the break and left them all land. In the words of um
3: of the, the great KMD, D, milk Dove was hating. <laughs>
0: uh, so here are Queen Zelina and Carmela for a promo. Zelina's wondering why the people aren't cheering for her. She asks, Would you rather be cheering for that fake superhero, Nikki Ash? Well, that leads to Nikki Ash versus Queen Zelina. Nikki knocks Zelina down, but misses a high cross body, allowing Vega to hit the code red for the pin, and Queen Zelina is victorious.
3: Queen Zelina has been on a playable run since um, since she's came back from the, came back to the in.
0: Yeah, they had that one. Um, little snafu during 9-11 where, you know, they didn't they cut her match from SmackDown uh, when she was um, you know, she had her tribute gear for her father who um, passed away. He was the first responder. Um, but ever since then, yeah, they have been hitting on all cylinders with her. Right. RK-Bro. They're ready for the RK-Bro nament which is going to be a tournament, a tag team tournament to determine number one contenders for their titles. Riddle doesn't want to talk about how Home Alone changed his life, but he has a matching blazer for Randy Orton to wear because I guess he's trying to channel his inner Vince McMahon. Yay. Yeah. So we go to the back. Nikki Ash is all upset despite what Rhea Ripley has to say to her, trying to encourage her and keep her spirits up. And in the most disrespectful segment of an, of the night, this young black woman comes up to ask for an autograph. Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley think that she may be talking to her, to them. But no. She means Jerry Lawler, who was off camera behind them. So Lawler comes in. So she I, saying,
3: looking, I mean, she was looking off you can, tell, you can tell you can tell that, you know, she definitely wasn't talking to Nikki or Rhea. You can tell the way her eyes was looking. Somebody else was over there. And then she goes, oh, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to him. And I was like, really, a black woman in Memphis? I mean, I understand. This is why I still Twitter. I understand Jerry Lawler was the king of Memphis. Like, he, Memphis was his territory. Back in the day. Anybody, you know, we'd go through Memphis, you had to go through him. I think it was WWE twenty when you did the whole um the the career thing, you had to go through the Jerry Lawler Territory, you had to fight him and one of the um, other characters they had in there. But um, yeah. Um a black woman in Memphis saying that he's she's his biggest fan, I don't think so. I'm calling bullshit every time
0: yes thank you very much um this was the by far the worst segment of this show there was nothing believable about that but Jared Lawler says that that was a tough loss and offers Nikki an autograph to cheer her up Nikki leaves with Lawler asking if it was something he said What was something you say? You open your mouth. <laughs> uh, RK Brunament first round matchup: AJ Styles and Amos are taking on the Street Profits. AJ Styles brainbusters Ford, but doesn't cover him. Instead, he goes for the phenomenal forearm. While Almos tags himself in mid springboard and goes after Angelo Dawkins on the floor. So Montez Ford dives on the Amos, who drops him onto the apron. Dawkins gets beaten up as well on the floor by Almos who doesn't realize that the count is uh, at like 8 or 9 and Almos gets counted out and the Street Profits get the win That kind of like lost doing this part because I don't know I guess something Or we will continue now get my thoughts on this next segment So after the match, A.J. yells at Amos, who walks off, leaving A.J. in the middle of the ring with his thoughts. Riddle gets in the ring to ask for a word on these breaking events, which has A.J. confused. Riddle asks again, and A.J. asks, is this his dateline? A.J. says he and Amos are a great team, but Riddle wouldn't know anything about that before leaving in a huff. When asked for his comment, Orton says, nope. These goddamn jackets
3: was definitely some throwbacks. <laughs> but um I don't know, It was just like they got in the rain and um then Ray just kept asking questions. I was like, dude, just shut up. Why are you talking? Like why 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 are you why are your mouth why is your mouth opening, you know? I I guess this is part of the RK Bro bro, RK whatever you want to call this shit I was like I guess this is them doing something with him I I, I guess I was just like you just shut
0: up wait till you see what they're doing with him oh it ain't over just gonna let you know there's more Matt Riddle to come in your wrestling future I'm sure. <laughs> when, you find, when you figure it out, I want you to tweet me, okay? Okay. All right. Becky Lips says that this is a big night for Liv Morgan, who's coming in with a bunch of momentum. Morgan has already punched her in the face, and now there's a new bandwagon to jump on. For Becky, though, this is just another night on Monday Night Raw. So, Riddle talks about what an emotional roller coaster tonight should be for the people, but Orton says his broadcasting days are over. It's all on Riddle, and he tosses him the Blazer. Um, getting back to your point about the Blazer, <laughs> when they first came out before the uh, Almost match and AJ Styles versus Street Profits, Randy Orton's blazer looked like something straight out of 1996. Like, an NBA draft suit blazer. <laughs> it's like, why wow, is that shit so backy? <laughs> it was and long. You know, you know, you,
3: know you know, them, them joints were very baggy, especially when Le- LeBron and Carmelo got
0: drafted. Right, right. Oh, man. U.S. title match, Damian Priest has another open challenge. This week it's being answered by Robert Roode. Roode hits a backstabber for a two count, followed by the spinning spine buster for another two count. Priest isn't having any of this and comes right back with some shots to the face. The Reckoning is countered into a roll-up, but the second attempt at the Reckoning is enough to retain, and Damian Priest is your winner. Um, Of course, Dolph Ziggler was at ringside and after the match, Dolph Ziggler super kicked Damian Priest because you can't wrestle one of the Dirty Dogs without taking on the other one the next week. I thought Bobby Roode looked really good in this match. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that for people who... Saw Bobby Roode in NXT and TNA. I think that they saw some glimpses of that Bobby Roode in this match, where he was just given a chance to be out there one on one. They got about ten or eleven, maybe about nine and a half, ten minutes, and uh, he got a chance to really go. And uh, you know, he's just a reminder like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, guys, that's Bobby Roode, man.
3: <laughs> that's a Bobby Roode that we know.
0: They they wrestles, you know. Right, right. We look back at Dewdrop laying out Bianca Belair, uh, then only to be laid out herself. So that brings us to Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop. So Mickey's coming out making her entrance, and then all of a sudden you see this shadow making a beeline straight towards her, and it's Dewdrop attacking Bianca Belair. Doing her entrance. You know how you'd be like cheering for black people so you you see something bad about to happen in the movie? It'd be like, watch out, move, turn around. That's how everybody was in the spaces. It's like, Mm -mm -mm. she didn't hear us though. Um, A middle rope crossbody gives Bianca a two count, but a sunset flip earns her the sit down bonsai splash from Dewdrop. Drew drops Vader bomb gets a two count, so she gets serious by going after Binky's hair. The cannonball misses though and Binky tries to KOD with sends Drew. I'm out. Yes. You bullshitting me, right? What?
3: You bullshitting me?
0: What happened? What I missed? You bullshitting me. I don't know. What I missed.
3: You 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 definitely bullshitting me, because you just you, you bullshitting me. I don't know. The whole wrestling, the whole wrestling aspect we were just talking about.
2: Huh?
3: <laughs> I, I'm so confused right now. Okay. Rewind back to when you said something about Riddle. Yeah. Uh huh. And I said, and. Not to say you just be bullshitting me. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just found out?
3: Because clearly, you know, everybody thought we, they was going in another in a similar direction, but with, a, with someone else.
2: <laughs>
0: what the fuck, man? <laughs> well, you don't have to tweet me anymore. Live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back back to what you were saying. <laughs> See, that's what threw me off. I thought you was talking about this review, and I'm like, huh? Uh, but anyway, uh, do drop. Almost gets KOD'd and she's like, nah, I'm not having that. So she gets herself canned out. She just walks to the back. Yeah, so Drew Drop is really embracing
3: the skill aspect since even we got the
0: heave hole like Jazzy Jeff's. Um, she got that future endeavor stomp by Shane DeVaser if you listen to uh, Pat McAfee. <laughs> that's true um, yeah um, Yeah, I thought that she looked great in the heel role as well I thought uh, that was my same thoughts as, as I was going to say too that she seems to be really embracing the heel uh, part of this and uh, you know she's definitely uh, a great foil for Bianca Belair and, and you know someone that you can that when Minky does her feat of strength that we're all waiting for is going to be, you know, a big deal. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, I like, I'm liking this, I'm actually enjoying this story between her and Bianca, so you know, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying this. Because, you know, she's been you know, one of the best kept secrets in WWE, Piper never mm-hmm. Well, do drop, rather mm-hmm. And you know, she um, she's a pretty good wrestler, did a good promo. You know, has a nice style. You know, you know, stands out on her own and everything. So, um, you know, she, she's doing she's doing
0: the thing. I, I get. It. We look back at Vince McMahon. Oh, God. Slapping fire out of Austin Theory last week. Should have had the ghost face uh, when he was talking about Martin Scarley. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my brother texted me and was like, why he smacking smack him so hard? <laughs> he was like, I haven't laughed that hard in so long oh man Vince was on one and then it was funny when you
3: were hearing you and Jake talk about something so yeah, Vince back on TV and Jake just sounds so dejected like wow
0: yeah this storyline here I'm like okay so here comes Austin to see Vince McMahon Vince explaining that no one cares when they ask how he's doing Vince is putting them in a match tonight, which works for Austin Theory. Vince asked if Theory expected it, which Theory says he didn't. That's not cool with Vince, and sneering ensues. Because you know, <laughs> last week he told him to expect the unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's time for Miz TV, sans Maurice. Miz says, Maurice doesn't come to towns like Memphis, Tennessee. So Miz says he's been watching... <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was
0: funny. You didn't always think she was coming to Memphis? So I was like, uh, okay, we know where she's not coming to Memphis. Uh, he's, he's been watching last week's showdown with Edge and thinks Edge is his old self, or is he? So Miss brings out Edge as his guest with Edge calling him Mike. Miz thinks Edge was weak for not sparing him out of his $9,000 shoes last week, and Edge says he can't believe those shoes cost that much. Edge tells him To not mistake the kindness for weakness, which sends Miz into a rant about how he needed some kindness when he debuted in 2006. He says don't pretend that he was treated badly for eating chicken in a locker room because it was over everyone being scared of his it factor. He says he came into WWE as a celebrity and was more famous than 90% of the roster and Edge wasn't there for him when he needed a hand. That makes Edge bring up bring up pulling Miz to the side in this very building and telling him to get through it because he had something. Miz blew him off then, even though Edge says he went through the same thing seven years earlier. Edge doesn't even see things as problems like, like Mike does because he needs to look in the mirror. That mirror will tell Miz that he's an ass, which has Miz saying Edge is scared of him. Miz says 2022 will be his year, so the challenge is on for January 1st. Edge is in, but Miz bails from a challenge for tonight. But um, basically, Edge did the old, you know, punk you move where he fainted like he was going to hit the Miz, and the Miz dropped down to his back, and Edge is like, yeah, I know you're afraid. Good stuff. Yeah, that was a good flip win. Yeah, see, this is the stuff that wrestling is really built on. It's not really built on, like, so much the match a lot of times as it is. Like, how can you talk? How can these two people talk enough to make you excited enough to see something you didn't think you needed? You know? You would told me six months ago, the Miz and the Edge are going to have a few. I would have been like, eh, I'm kind of lukewarm on that. But, the way that they've done it these last two weeks has been like, yep, yeah, I'm down. They've they've, they've yeah. talked me into wanting to see this match. Liv Morgan says she's ready to win the WWE Raw Women's title. We have our next R.K. Brunemant first round matchup as Alpha Academy. They're taking on the Mysterios. Uh, Gable lands a dragon screw leg whip out of the corner to Dominic. But Gable misses his moonsault though. And Dominic grabs a roll up for the pin. So the Mysterios are advancing over the Alpha Academy. Um, This is basically a Dominic Mysterio versus Chad Gable singles match with two managers standing on the ringside apron. Because Otis didn't do nothing and Rey Mysterio ain't do nothing. Uh, After the match, Matt Riddle goes to interview the Alpha Academy, and Otis flattens him uh, when he tries to, you know, put the mic in their face. Yep. Austin Theory is warming up in Vince's office, but Vince says that he won't be having a match tonight. Instead, Vince wants Theory to come up with another way to impress him, so Theory unzips his vest and does more jumping jacks. Vince says, stop. Vince tells him to come up with something using his brains. And Theory leaves the office.
3: <laughs> I had posted the gif, you know, the gif where Vince um, makes in the in the ring and he's making all the faces and he um, faints in the middle of the ring. We mm-hmm. watching, I forgot who he was watching, which woman he was watching dancing. So I said, Austin Theory must must have thought he was gonna get this reaction.
0: I bring this to Finn Balor Versus T-Bar The sling blade drops T-Bar Balor Balor goes up Only to have T-Bar Shove him off the top rope But that's still enough to set up the coup de grace For the pin As Finn Balor is victorious Well after the match Austin Theory jumps Finn Balor And then takes the selfie and a way to impress Vince McMahon so, Streets want some two things.
3: Streets want um, T-ball to be dropped and for um Kovic to be let loose. Right. And the second thing, it looks like we're going to get be getting Austin awesome Dury versus Van Balor. Yeah, Benjamin
0: Lee. This will be interesting. I wonder what how Steve turns up it feels about that. <laughs> Oh, she's all about Finn Balor. She don't like no Austin awesome Theory like that.
3: No, nah, no, I'm just just saying how he just attacked him. Oh she's yeah. Like, she she you knows she calls him Finjerman, which which makes me laugh. Which she, <laughs> call, she calls him Finjerman, calls Seth around I just be
0: laughing every time I see her tweet that in the um live tweets. The 24-7 squad aren't sure if they can pin Dana Brooke because it might not PG, might not be PG, so Tamina comes in and she chases Dana Brooke off. Um, we look back at Bobby Lashley jumping Big E and the rest of the guys in the triple threat match. Uh, MVP then says Bobby Lashley was disrespected and Lashley doesn't like being disrespected. Next up, we get a very deep retrospective video on Liv Morgan and her journey. Uh, You know, home videos as her as a kid, her mom uh, talking, um, you know, reenactments of, you know, her living out, you know, wrestling, uh, childhood memories and things like that. Uh, Also as a pay tribute to the 17th year anniversary of Trish and Lita main eventing Monday Night Raw, that fateful night yeah. where we thought Lita ended it all on that suicide dive. The first time I ever realized, oh, that's why they call it a suicide dive. Yes, Ooh. that night. I uh, was all tied into this video package, which was very well done and definitely got people thinking that, you know what? Just might be the night. So the raw That's women Huh?
3: That's what I asked. <laughs> I said they gonna pull the triggers because they they go video package to get me invested and make me think they live by actually going.
0: So that brings us to the raw women's title matchup, our main event of the evening, Liv Morgan challenging the champion Becky Lynch. A springboard spinning code breaker gets two on Becky and Lyft follows up with a missile drop kick for another two count. The rings of Saturn has Becky in more trouble, but she reverses it into the disarmor. That's reversed into an exchange of roll ups, but then Becky ends up with the last roll up and she grabs the ropes just like she did against Charlotte Flair to retain the raw women's title.
3: So I had said um, I said great heels. You have to do the win, and one of the young ladies that I follow, there's a friend of mine, Miss D Jone. She said, "Um, the fine great." And I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I You know, some people don't, don't like Becky. I, I Miss V, um, don't like <laughs> Becky Lynch. You know, Miss V will has has a serious disdain for Becky Lynch, and she will tell you that we bring it up. She will let you know how she feels her feelings on it. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just, you know, um, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a great match. Nice build up. Was a nice buildup and everything and um um you know i was it was you know it had me thinking that she was gonna win but once you see that role and becky grabbed the rope I was like ah, it is make big, big time back strikes again I say you know you can't get mad at it you know you got what's that Corey Graves saying about, um, it doesn't matter how you get to the, um, the, talking about, it doesn't matter how you get to the, the victory lane or something like that. Something of that nature, but that's what happened. She, um, they were trying to do the win. She found it out and she took it. Can't get mad at that.
0: Um, I want to focus on Liv Morgan. Um, I thought, through the beginning of two thousand twenty-one, like the first quarter, uh, going into like WrestleMania and before the real first mass, uh, you know, layoff started, cuts and everything, I thought that the two most improved people I'd seen in the women's division in WWE were Liv Morgan and Peyton Royce. And they cut one and they kept the other one, and the one that they kept was Liv Morgan, and. I thought that during her time on SmackDown, they had a match between her and Bianca Belair when Binky was champion that the people could have been into a lot. And I think by the time the draft came, people were kind of hoping that they were going to see that match before, um, you know, things shook up, you know, via the draft. Um, I just think that she's earned so much more than what she's gotten up until getting this little mini run with Becky. And with the way that this match ended, there's definitely grounds for a rematch. And I hope that that they do allow her to have a little series with Becky Lynch and she can have another one or two matches like this with a lot of time that she can show her creativity. Because that springboard spinning code breaker, that was sick. And she's got a lot of creative moves that she's pulled off in matches in the past, those really short matches on SmackDown um, where you don't really, you know, everything's moving so fast you don't really get a chance to take it in. But this match they had a lot of time, so you could take in her offense, her fight, her her selling. I, I just thought Liv Morgan – really came off like she belonged in this main event it wasn't too much for her and i'm very proud to see her have that opportunity and make the most of it and like i said i hope they have a rematch and it's at the day one pay-per-view so she can get that spotlight as well at this time it's time to turn it over to everybody's favorite segment of this show. The Mo Meltzer news segment.
3: Hold on real
0: quick, though. You said um, the Mo Meltzer segment? Yes, sir. It's time. It's time. It's Mo Meltzer news segment time. Oh. Well, shout out to v- Vader, because <laughs> Vader probably kick your ass. eat
3: you know, with ease, you know, as well too. Um, as we were going through this, I was writing some stuff down, and got quite a bit of stuff to go from. So, um. So over the weekend, uh, Jeff Hardy was sent home. Go a WWE live event. That was that was like one of the biggest, one of the biggest talks over the weekend. So it, I don't know if he, don't know if he was, if he was sick or, hopefully he didn't relapse or anything like that. But they were just saying he just looked real sluggish at the um, live event. He did a hot tag to Drew McIntyre and then they said you can see video of him leaving through the crowd and going towards the back. So we don't, so don't know what happened but Jeff said, I mean Matt Hardy said he's doing fine and he's not at liberty to talk about what happened with Jeff. He said that's his story to tell. So, So I guess we'll hear about what happened. You know, hoping it wasn't nothing too serious, but he didn't say he just wasn't looking too good. Then you see the video; you can see just him leaving through the crowd. So they say he sent them home. I don't just see where he was on SmackDown Friday doing the floss with um wearing fedoras and then they've got hats. Don' that's a, that's another thing I want to get on you about. <laughs> They're fedoras, not hats.
0: Thank you, sir. I was gonna say haberdashery, but. I, I I I knew that hats would probably not be the right word that I was looking for, but thank yes for Doris Could not Fedors. pull that out. Some, some, some hats I'm like, come on, man, it's for Doris,
3: dog. He didn't do the floss, so um, hopefully, you know, best wishes go out to Jeff. Hopefully, he's doing, he's doing fine, and if and if things will, he's doing fine. We'll probably see him on SmackDown come Friday. Um, so. As you heard on the Raw cast, Jerry Lawler made an appearance on Monday Night Raw because they were in Memphis. So, you know, Memphis, Jerry Lawler connection, yeah. Um, he must have signed a new a new Legends deal with the with the company. So, you know, Jerry Lawler will be sticking around a little bit more longer, getting that Legends money. I still call him bullshit today, them women. saying that black woman was his big insane because nah. Um, so we watched Dynamite last week. Um, what was it MJF had made a comment, a comment about um CM Punk wanting to get in Bret Bacon's pants, and you know, I was wondering if. Um, Adam Cole was going back to taste that up to his mouth, but Adam Cole was like, you know, you know, my girlfriend's know she's real popular. She's this, that, and the other. You know, a lot of people like to be around her. He said he didn't hear the MJF comment initially, but he was doing something else at the time. But he said that if um, he says her name again, he's gonna hit him in his mouth. But apparently MJF said said his, said her name again, so we'll see if something happens on Dynamite 12. Which unlikely it won't it won't happen, but he might they might. It, say might it, happen back.
0: In, it might happen in catering, though.
3: I don't know. Hopefully, Eddie Kingston completely lead, is back there to catering. <laughs> <Somebody
0: see it. laughs> Eddie Kingston, the world star, <laughs> the spoon. right. <laughs> Man, we are too creative.
3: Well, JB Smooth is hosting Jimmy Kimmel Live, so that's a that's a good look for him. Jamie Smooth has definitely been doing his thing for these past couple years. i oh, sorry, wrestling fans, to take a detour, but I was watching um, live for the, live in front of the studio audience earlier. How was Jimmy it? Kimmel, it was pretty good. It was really cool. just you know, they they redo the some of the, the um the old episodes episodes of different shows like normally shows in that back in the
0: day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it was Facts of Life and Different Strokes tonight. So, you enjoyed and, it? Yeah, it was cool.
3: It was uh, like um I didn't remember particularly remember that Facts of Life episode, but I do remember the, the Different Strokes episode. <laughs> that, that was an episode where Willis and Arnold wasn't getting along, and Willis wanted his own space. And um, the last straw was when um, Willis was developing some pictures in the bathroom, and Arnold came busting in to keep um, busting in and ruined the pictures by letting the light hit. So it was a couple, it, it was good. the different strokes, One was cool because you know they kept going, they was going a little, little off the off, um, little off, off, um script lines, you know, like Damon Wayne's was like, Damien Wayne's was like, um he said that Arnold he said he said he looks forty five, but he really is um <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> or so how old he was. And then um at the end, because Snoop had guests on there. He was playing the guy Vernon and that's when um uh, Baby was in the bed. He they was like just in the going to sleep and he said hey I converted Vernon always smells like weed? And I was like, yo, y'all really did go off the script with this shit. It was cool, though. John Lithgow played, um, played, um... Mr. Drummond? Mr. Drummond. Um, they didn't have anybody cast, but they didn't play, though. Which I thought was kind of, you know, I guess weird or whatnot. But I thought Bridges is the only one that's still living from
0: that cast. Original cast of different strokes. Yeah, surprisingly, right? Right. All right. Back oh, no, to hold the. Hold on. I got one more question though. How did Gabrielle Union do in playing 2d <sighs> She
3: did. She did fine. It took a long time but to like, answer. I mean, she did fine, but you know, you know, Kim that was the iconic Kim Fields role, so you know. And I have, and I have a, 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 a thing for those those failed ladies, the mama and the two daughters, especially the, her youngest daughter, Alexis, because I was in love with her for like years, years, and years. But, you know, she's married, and I found her on Instagram, and I just be like, I love you. I still love you, you know. But that's even here nor there. Um, enough about my, my celebrity crushes and everything. So,
0: you mean. Chill getting, for that. Getting deep into the getting deep in the weeds here with you.
3: Wait a minute. He, wait a minute. J.B. Smooth kicked two black people from the from the from the from the top last row, and then kicked out two white. <laughs> 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 okay, get get back to this um of People can sit there thinking like, wait a minute. They probably talking about wrestling, and he talking about TV and everything. Um. Kari Singh. So Kari Singh made made some rough made some headlines. She you know, she was supposed to be so you know WWE I remember this is, um weeks ago. WWE Japan is officially
0: not gonna happen. Uh yeah, we could figure that out when they took Triple H away from NXT. Because it was supposed to be like an NXT thing, the global
3: Yeah.
0: yeah NXT Japan. not WWE Japan, but NXT Japan. So
3: Yeah, so she was supposed to be the ambassador for that, and Tebow's been doing her thing over there with that. But since COVID happened and Triple H heart surgery, or cardiac event, as as they're calling it, he, um... So he, um... Yeah so basically, you know, she took out the WWE stuff in her bio and said she's making, she's hitting it a return to the ring. So Well she might be over there the stardom or with over to Japan, um women from both over there. So good for her if she does.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm pretty I mean, sure. sure I mean I say I mean she she went back because she had yeah, got married and everything, but you know I miss her, and Asuka.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully Asuka will be coming back here soon. Probably, uh, I guess Royal Rumble. If she doesn't come back at day one, yeah,
3: I miss Asuka, though. Um, yes. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll we'll hear about that. Keep Keep your eyes open for that. So, um, on Raw, if you if you you know sometimes the the camera the camera. Cameras catch catches, you know, a moment in time. You know, the women crying when Macho Man and Elizabeth were um, got back together at WrestleMania. Still one of the best like relationship storyline moments in wrestling in WWE history. Like, like it was the women was, was was eating it up, and Vince was like, get all this shit on camera, <laughs> Get all the women crying, um, and you know WrestleMania. Um, Thirty when Undertaker lost and the black guys in the in the front row with making mm-hmm. the face that, that that's forever iconic into our eyes and remember when Miz won the WWE Championship mm-hmm. and girl mm-hmm. and she and she made a face and you know she was iconic and you know she actually won a um a Slammy with Miz even though Miz tried to steal her shine but. You know and Now we can remix that, and we have Angry live girl, <laughs> girl at the end of um, Monday Night Raw, who was not happy that that Liv lost, and you know, she she was not too thrilled that that Becky Lynch won, and she made and it was written all over her face. Shout to the Rude Boys and Earth. but you know that the look was on her face. She was angry, and you know, um, Live Liv shouted her out on Twitter and so did Damien Priest. <laughs>
0: That's
3: yeah. what's up. So, yeah. You know. You know, so it's good, but you can get, get on TV. I have made quite a bit of WWE appearances over the years. If you catch the the Smackdown from Baltimore this year, you can see me on TV holding up signs and everything and you know, getting, you know, close to the action and seeing my face all up in the T V. If I old episodes of Raw, you can see me on TV as well to sit in the front row. So you know, you know, I too have made you no know, appearances on WWE TV. You know, so shout out to me as well. <laughs> okay, Barry. <laughs> okay, Barry Horowitz. <laughs> yes, I will pat myself in the back. You know, as how, how how slick that was. Barry Horowitz had the, the hand placement, yeah. strategic the way to pat himself on the back. <laughs> that was awesome. I love that. Um, Jonah Rock is booked for
0: PWG's Battle of Los Let people so- know who that is. They don't know who that man is by that name.
3: They don't know who Jonah Rock is. Y'all know who Jonah? You know what? Y'all Y'all know who Jonah Rock is. I remember him as, um, you know, a guy in NXT who was, you know, thinking, you no, know, hey. Um, he might go to the main roster but they cut him unceremoniously when he was Bronson Reed in NXT so yes Bronson, so Jonah Rock he's booked for PWG's Battles of Los Angeles and Battles of Los Angeles over the years have had Mitty of Who's Who come through and shake the and shake the um and shake the, the rest of the ring. So if y'all if y'all into that that part of the indies, look out for that. Uh Drew McIntyre once uh match with a no disqualification match with Tyson Fury. They That's still trying to make that a
0: thing? <sighs> They're forever trying to make it a thing, sir. That's what I'm saying. That's like three years ago, two years ago. COVID kinda killed that. So Yeah, true. The Chapel right? band. Wants, yeah. Yeah.
3: So he wants that. Um, so apparently they look they're looking to they make their change that two oh five live change. So um Joe Gacy is talking about making the show more inclusive because they haven't been wrestling at the two oh five limit in a long time and that was even that was when um Old Boy went on and made appearance. Um odyssey jones yeah
0: who i who really haven't seen man odyssey jones don't look like he weigh you know a, a pound and a half over
2: 205
0: man yeah. yeah so but yeah they've been doing a lot of kind of stuff with 205 like it's kind of like uh, so basically, like, women's wrestling show too. There's a lot of um, um, women wrestling on there. Woman, girl, old girl from Nevermind was wrestling on there.
3: Will be on it on Friday's episode.
0: Last upcoming, uh, Last Legend gonna make her in ring debut on there this week. That's your girl. Yeah, it's, yeah some people were uh, debating whether they go on uh, give Rampage any love because they want to see Last Legend in the ring. So, oh, you know, but.
3: If Rampage has a good has a good lineup, you can always watch both shows. Um and also Harlan's will a debut next week on NXT. Um the Young Bucks top the PW tag team fifty for twenty twenty one. So the Young Bucks are number one, the Lucha Bros are number two. Dangerous Techers, Um mm. Black Junior and Tai Chi is number three. Mm. Um the the bloodline, the Usos number four, and A L K um, Gula Gula, G I U L I A and S Y U R I, they number are number five.
0: Not familiar with those, but does it say what promotion they wrestling in? Uh Dangerous Techers though. Getting that shine at number three. That's that's well deserved. Taichi and, and Zat Saber Jr., they they did a lot of good work in uh twenty twenty one. They yeah. had some very good matches against Naito and Sonata. Uh, before Na'Ito got hurt um, in the the G1. Um, Their quest to get the titles against the uh, Gorillas of Destiny was also very good as well. So, if you are interested or you know, you know, want to check out some Zack Sabre Jr. and Taiichi stuff, yeah, check out any of the stuff against G.O.D., check out any of the stuff against Sonata and uh Naito
3: and uh you oh so um so number five they are uh women's tag team in stardom
0: oh word yeah that's what's up
3: so they so they I guess they're the um they're the um the current um well they're still the current champion they believe um when um BF, B. Presley and Jamie Hader were the um they vacated the their championships the the um the Goddesses of Stardom championships they wanted um they had wanted um yeah they wanted so they um oh never mind they were part of the stable so they they, they install them so they so apparently i don't know i wish i could watch stardom because that's i hear good things about stardom hey very good things about stardom that's probably see like clips of them through um the, the wrestling um little wrestling twitter um they used to go by tde um total diva episodes wrestling but they changed their name to something else but these tde wrestling but they 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 always can't have like that like clips and stuff they be showing from Stardom on their accounts on Twitter, so you know I see I'll see some little nice little spots from there every day.
0: Yeah, uh, and we Starwin has been a big fan of Stardom for many many years, and uh, oh. yeah, that's definitely something that I, I wish I could like just watch on a semi occasional basis. Um, yeah. Just, you know, check out, you know, big matches or a big card Um, because, yeah, it looks like it's always looks like it's so much fun. The action is fast paced Um, and and those women can really go. So um, definitely, um, you know, worth your investment to get the start of map and uh, invest into women's wrestling in the Japanese form that way. Because there's some high quality stuff going on over there. Yeah.
3: So Swerve Isaiah Swerve got um, post in the picture with Malachi Black. You can take that from, take that from what you, what you want. But I don't know. I'm still still kind of bothered by still bothered that they were let go, and you know it's like. All that hype they was giving them in the team, or they're going to get a good push, a big push on
0: the main roster, and then they just get let go, which was a bullshit. Do you think it was possibly because the way I've read it, um, Top Dollar actually like told management that having gender and Shanky rap was offensive to them? And they didn't really, uh, they really didn't like that as a part of the creative. Do you think that that had anything to do with it? I wouldn't be surprised.
3: Because the top Dallas was very outspoken. On a lot of things, I guess that you know him making his voice, making his voice heard backstage. You know, didn't rub didn't rub the folks the right way
0: mm-hmm so he said so he said what rap the rap that. do you remember uh, if you watch smackdown like a like the la- like the appearance the last appearance when they rapped and then it flipped to jinder mahal and jinder mahal was like dropped the beat and the boy started be boxing and jinder was rapping it's probably about three weeks a month it's probably about three weeks ago I'll probably just look it up on YouTube or yeah just see what it was but yeah I didn't even see it yeah it it, it. and then it was like the next like round of cuts came like the next weekend and it was like yeah Hit Rogue just got cut like what there was just on Smackdown the other day
3: that's what it was you know You um you make you you, you be outspoken. You outspoken and they just don't like that. Yeah man, especially when you're like that. Yeah, we don't like you having an opinion and shit like that. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't want you to have an opinion, we want you just to just come there, do this thing and shut up pretty much. Just smile, chucking and jive, and all that shit. Um, and last but not least, Up, Up, Down, Down's coming back tomorrow.
0: Hey! Yeah, I saw they had a, uh, 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 Adam Cole tweeted out, uh, them during the party. Um, so, I pretty much figured that up, up, down, down probably wouldn't be too far behind.
3: Yeah, they did. They did do the party like over the weekend. Well, they, it was. I guess it was just them hanging out, um, mm-hmm. doing that thing, which was always cool to see. Yeah, it's cool, you know. It's what, so, but it, but I told y'all that it was an issue of the money issue. Which went why they wasn't no, no content, content being produced.
0: So, I don't know how you got to explain away. Xavier Woods is like, Run me my coins. He's like,
3: Listen, he's like, Listen, I, I'm getting the bag. I can get the bag from G4, like, whatever trying to bring out more content other than wrestling you know so you know they have to they're they doing they have to do what they have to do um yeah so that's all I got for this week keep your eyes peeled you know cause things tend to happen when we go off the air <laughs> uh
0: yeah usually uh later in the week uh they try to utilize those uh Thursday and Friday after five o'clock news breaking session things. Hope we get lost in the shuffle, but I uh, thank you once again, most underscore Reese for the Mo a new segment. Definitely. I uh, look forward to that part of the show each and every week, and get caught up on what's going I on. i
3: will just say that name again. That was just hilarious. How he just, how he just dropped
0: it. And that just stuck. <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely. One of the things that, you know, that's what happens, man. Organic. It's always the best.
3: Yeah. You go you Mo Melsa. And <laughs> every week. <laughs> the Mo Melsa news segment.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So at this point, Mo to the underscore Reese. I'll turn it over to you, sir, for your shout outs and thank yous. Uh
3: shout out to you, Don. You know, you know we, we come through, we watch we just we watch Raw and then we talk about it the next next night or the next two nights over. Pretty much what your schedule is. Um it was, this was cool this week. Um you know raw raw's, you know, doing his own thing and it's always good just to see just to see, you know, the tweets and everything. Like I after always watching is is much better watching and live tweet in with everyone else because, you know, we you know we put a little spin on it, add a little seasoning to it. You know, we, you might you might see something. And it's like it'll give a throwback to you know something old, some old school, some old wrestling, or something else that happened in the past. But you know, shout out to them. Um, shout out to Semi and shout out to Jay to the max. Shout out to. And Terry's Boy. Shout out to um, everyone else in our spaces. Like Marvel. Who was it? Black Marvel? Who else again?
0: Black Howling?
3: Like, yeah. I swear I keep getting his name on I'm going to have to write it down so I can remember it. Um, shout out to Roll Up, Sunny. Um, shout out to The Word, a.k.a. Jerome. Um, Gray. Sam, D um classic mel because mel always gets shout outs uh shout out to well, shout out for getting good grades you know still getting all A's and in, in these classes and everything so you know it's always a good thing um yeah and also I get to um so we, we didn't have graduation for my for undergrad in 2020 because of Pandemic, and we having our um, commencement ceremonies um, the 23rd of this month. So I get to walk across the stage, get to see folks, get to see my undergrad folks who I haven't seen in almost two years, get to see them, take pictures with them, have a good time. You know, I can't wait. Can't wait for that.
0: Congratulations, that's sir. I going to be cutting up. Yeah, that's. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, that's definitely going to be cutting up. Yeah, yeah, that's going to definitely be a lot of fun. Um, before I give my shout-outs and thank-yous, uh, we're getting close to the uh, playoff time here in the Russell uh, WrestleCast Fantasy Football League. Uh, so just a latest standings update uh, over in the
3: division, on this, sir.
0: on the division that I currently reside in, as, as well as most of the underscore Reese. Uh, my buddy BJ, Team Money, Inc., they have an 8-5 record. They're currently in first place. We have uh, Tayson. He's 7-6. My cousin Derek is 7-6. They're tied for second a game back. We have Anwar Starwin, DMV, LIJ at 6-7. And, and Moe to the underscore Reese and the Twin Towers. They're also 6-7. They're two games back. And then my team, the Golden Aces, bringing up the rear at 3-10. Uh, we move over to the Western Conference. We have our man Quanto Central R leading the pack over there at 8-5. and five. We have uh, Kyle Wren and Harlem Heat. They're 8-5. and five. And also making a miraculous comeback from her start of the season. Uh, Miss Madame Lizette, the Dallas Riot Squad. They're also 8-5. and five. So we have a three-way tie over in the Western Conference for... Um, First place right now, uh, Daniel with the Bad Boys, they're seven and six. My buddy Evan with the Road Warriors, he's six and seven. And Black Howling in Evolution is four and nine. So we're getting close to the playoffs. Some tight races, especially over in the Western Division. Um, so the next couple of weeks will be very big in the fantasy football world as we uh, get close to the playoffs and determining the first ever WrestleCast Fantasy League champion so I'd like to give a shout out so thank yous of course to Mo to the underscore Reese joining me once again here on the Rawcast thank you to Miss Jade to the max she joined me on Smackdown Matters so you can listen to me and Miss Jade catch up as we haven't talked in a couple of weeks as we also review Smackdown as well give a big shout out to Miss Simi She's my co-host on The Dark Match on the Patreon page where we talk about AEW Dynamite each and every week and also here on the main feed on the NXT cast. So you will be hearing me and Miss Simi reviewing War Games and the follow-up episode of NXT this week on this upcoming edition of the NXT cast. Looking forward to talking with her. A shout-out to Anwar Starwin as we're getting close to the end of the best of the super juniors tournament and the world tag league so and uh coming up on the the tokyo dome shows as well so it's going to be a busy uh next couple of weeks in new japan for wrestling so uh, there's a lot of content to be talked about there a shout out to terry's boy madame lizette my nemesis miss jupiter julep we're trying to get her on that carmelo hayes train She's just being defiant. No. She's just being
3: oh, defiant. Oh, shout out, um Juba Julep. Um I joined her, um, Lady H and um Rain. We did a um a podcast where we covered um we covered a book called Seven Days of June on Sunday. A lot of fun talking to talking to, and chopping up with them. Um, hopefully, we'll do it again sometime in 2022. Because soon, they have a, a tight schedule over the, on that side of the podcasting world, but it was good to join them and
0: have fun doing that. All right, so give uh, what's the name of the podcast, sir? Give them a well, they that they, they haven't said we're gonna drop that under, but it's
3: normally when they, when they do talk about TV shows, it's watched a few, but um, that's the account that they do like they review shows on, but. If, um,
0: when they drop the episode, I'll be sure to put it out there. All right, all right. Um, shout out to Miss V. Um, shout out to, like you said, everybody that joins us in the spaces, our normal crew, Kyle, Wren, uh, Black Howling, Black Marvel. Um, shout out to Shalon Shogun. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Dwayne. Got to get with him to chop it up about some sports on another score.
3: Yeah, uh, you no, know, we we need we need to come come together and do a um a push episode. We yeah. it's long overdue. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. need to come together to do a push episode because it's long overdue and we got some some things that we got to talk about and we got to get some get out. Uh, we haven't been. This has been things been going on for far too long in the wrestling world that we have not given our opinion on. So, you know, we need to link up and do an episode just so we can talk some things because we got we got feelings to get out and we got opinions to
0: be unleashed to the world. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody uh on the CSPN, the guys over at the Comic Book Chronicles who uh the oh, OGs yes who have their shows uh, each and every week. Uh, SoundCloud's not letting me be great, but it will be posted, I promise. Um so just thank you to Yeah, let
3: them, let them be great cuz they've been they've been old they've been they've definitely been holding down the CSPN. Yes. Yes. For yes. Years. They've, been, they've been holding it down. So, you know, SoundCloud let up, let my people be great. <laughs>
0: Uh, from time to time, me and SoundCloud, we have these issues and uh unfortunately Comic Book Chronicles got caught up. I
3: you in- and um you Spotify having
0: issues. <laughs> man, I do my best with Spotify man.
3: Oh shout out oh yeah, also shout out to WrestleCast being my number two podcast that I've
0: been listening to on um Oh man, we honor you got your you got your numbers, your Spotify numbers.
3: What is the game rap? Yeah. Wrestlecast was number two. I mean, y'all got beat, y'all got best by the Reed, but that's because of the Reed, you so. <laughs> know. They're just slightly more famous read. than us. That just slightly. Yeah. Well, you know, well, okay. So y'all came in number two. The, the, the local podcast I listened to, um, the Rough House podcast, that was number three. And then Cornett's came in like four and five. So you, you, you're best in
0: Cornette. Amen. Number two in your playlists or in your uh, end of year reviews, number one in your heart is the Wrestlecast, the Rawcast.
3: Hey, of course, number one in my heart because you know, you know, I told you, I told, I told, I told, I told y'all, y'all know the story. You know, I had to, I had to threaten, you know, to get up on the show because I was just like, yo, I've been listening to the show for a minute, I haven't been invited to be a guest, and then now look at me talking to y'all every week, <laughs> giving y'all the moments, a new segment. So, you know, look how things can turn around, people.
0: Dreams do come true. So for my they coach, I said, dreams do come true. Oh, of course, yeah.
3: You know, you know, you 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 threaten to get be, 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 just to get on as a host, and then there's you no know, years later you actually are on the show talking every week. So it's one of the, one of the things I look forward to because you know I like talking to you, Don. Like talk about wrestling and everything. You know, even though sometimes raw the raw cans can get a little bit, you know, under my skin, and I just be like. I had to defend it because it's my show that I watched, But you know, it's like I wanted to be great. But you know, I guess since Roman's on SmackDown, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, Tribal Chief, we acknowledge you." I'm like, and I had to. And I had to put my sign up saying I don't acknowledge Roman as the Tribal Chief. And he kind of gave me a little that like he like he wasn't trying. He saw the sign, so he wasn't trying to acknowledge my sign. It's like, I was to acknowledge him as the Tribal Chief. So, you know what, so- Roman, if you got smoke you got smoke, I'm right here, sir. I'm right here, sir. Uh,
0: be careful. You know, you, you know your track don't come record.
3: At Don. Don't come at dawn because dawn, dawn, dawn will cater to you and say that you're the tribal chief. Me, I'm going to look at you in the face and say, You ain't my tribal chief, son. Be, what? Be
0: careful. You, you know your history <laughs> with their family. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 Naomi and I, I still didn't do it and I, I still didn't do anything to Naomi, you know. And everybody keep like, not, you know, people like to bring it up saying, you know, yo, know, um, like maybe like Moby's got under blocked by Naomi. I'm like, I didn't do it I didn't do anything to that woman. I I, I I keep I'm I'm not disrespectful like wrestling fans, you know. like joke around and stuff but stuff, but I'm not disrespectful to them or that crap and she blocked me for no reason. I'm like, yo, that's not even cool, but I still support her. I still wanna see her beat the brakes up well. I'm kind of conflicted here, but I do want to see her beat the brakes off of Sonya because Sonya been kind of disrespecting her, so I must her to get them hands on Sonya. But you know, I still think that it's going to be some shenanigans with that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking I forward to that on Friday. For real.
3: Me too. I it's gonna to be shenanigans with that.
0: All right, so.
3: Let's on... see the show. So, so so we can so so we can so this can get uploaded in. And you can have your fight with
2: Spotify
0: and everything. I guess look at you and be like, dude, where the fuck is the show? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it'll be it'll be tomorrow afternoon. All right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who listens to the broadcast, especially from my heart to and Mo to the underscore Reese's Heart. We definitely appreciate everybody's support. Everybody on the Patreon page, everybody who supports supports the sponsors, um, everybody who shops through Amazon through CSPN first. Definitely keep doing that, and we will talk to you next week. So, for my co host Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host Don De La and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo.
2: First of all, you paid $9,000 for those ugly ass shoes. My Jordan 3's are way cooler. Second, please don't mistake my, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, kindness for weakness, okay? I don't know what's going on here, but clearly you have bigger issues than me. What is the deal? Kindness, kindness, Let's, let's go on that
1: kindness because I don't need your kindness and compliments right now. You know when I needed your kindness? Was back when I first started in WWE in 2006. That's when I needed your compl- kindness. When I was walking on eggshells, that's when I needed your kindness. When everything I said and did was wrong, that's when I needed your kindness. When I was kicked out of the locker room, that's when I needed your kindness. But we both. I wasn't kicked out of the locker room for eating a piece of chicken. No, I was kicked out of the locker room because I didn't fit the mold. I was an outcast. I was ostracized. Everyone knew I had the itch factor but everyone was so busy protecting their spot, including you. So instead of embracing a young star coming fresh off a hit show like MTV's The Real World, I was treated like a peasant when I was more famous than 90% of the locker room. So your kindness, I don't want it or need it.
2: So, so you're gonna paint me with that brush. You know, you're you're glossing over some key points here because it was in this arena where I pulled you aside and I told you, listen, man, you do have something. You do have an it. So please, just ride through this. And even though it's BS, you're going to be just fine. Oh, she thinks, Wow. No, 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 no. You know what? You know what? And you know what you did? You brushed me off. You don't remember that, do you? Let's see. I went through the same things as you seven years before. And if someone had pulled me aside, you're damn sure I would have listened. See, the biggest difference between you and I, I didn't walk into the locker room and think I'm more important and a bigger star than everyone else. And I'm not afraid of losing my spot. I see a new opponent, I see a new face, I see a new opportunity. I don't hold people down. You want to blame everybody else, Mike? But here's what you need to do. At the end of the day, tonight, you need to look at yourself in the mirror. And that mirror is going to tell you the same thing it told you in 2006. Miz, you're an ass.
1: You're a hypocrite, and you're vulnerable, and I have surpassed you in and out of the ring. 2022 is gonna be the year of Miz, and I can't think of a better way to usher it in than beating you at January
2: 1. So if that's a challenge, you're on. I'm standing right here. We're in Memphis, Tennessee. And there's nothing between us but air and opportunity. So what do you say?